0: go to the cognitiverampage.com keep feeling the change help continue to allow this to happen none of this would happen without you and your love and your support love you the cognitive rampage a scientific approach to self discovery change and life optimization is now available on amazon What I do in the book is I fuse the latest research from the cognitive, behavioral, social, environmental, and biological science. Whether you need a life change, simply enjoy self-exploration and optimization, want to discover new hidden passions, or reduce the life-altering effects of toil, anxiety, depression, all of those issues, this book is for you. You'll customize the scientific framework with your own personal beliefs to build your authentic change. You'll use this framework throughout your whole life, through every change, and through every age. This book is an experience. It's a path to help you unleash your desired change. You can apply this method on your own with no harmful side effects. Morning, everybody. Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living your cognitive rampage and uh, getting shit done today. Thanks again, Andrew, for the coffee cup. Mmm. I wanted to just chat with you briefly um, about toil. I've talked about it before, and I wanna let you know that that's where depression and anxiety or whatever, whatever other symptom you wanna use to describe what you're experiencing, that's where it lives. It lives in the toil. If you really can be aware of what you're really processing in your mind. Most of the time, depression, anxiety, these symptoms, mind you, symptoms, come from us needing to make a choice. And making a choice can be applied in many areas of our lives. Whether that's making a choice about a relationship, making a choice about a job, making a choice about yourself, All these choices that we feel we have to make, right? And mind you, we feel we have to make, can cause toil. So when you're sitting and needing to make any kind of choice or pick a direction, the longer you sit in that toil, the more intense the depression, the anxiety, any of these symptoms you want to talk about will become in your life. They'll grow like a fucking cancer, And the more that you sit in that toil, the more that you allow yourself to stay there, the stronger that depression feels. And it won't be long before you're just saying, I am depressed, I am anxious. And be careful of those words, right? When we define ourselves by the symptom, right? You are not, you don't say I am headache, do you? No, we don't say I am cancer. We don't say that, right? So be careful of the words. So the longer you sit in the toil, refusing to make a choice, rationalizing both sides of each choice. The longer that toil will manifest in your life, the longer and the stronger it will become in anchoring you down from moving your thoughts beyond what are what is help, what is holding them captive. So look at, if you're experiencing the symptoms of depression and anxiety, if you're experiencing those, look at and try to find what choice it is that's causing the toil. Because once you make the choice, Now you're simply just dealing with what comes from that choice. So a lot of times we avoid making a choice because we're more afraid of what may happen on the other side or it's so unknown that we don't make the choice. And so that fear of what either choice may bring keeps us in the toil. That toil actually becomes more detrimental to you and your mental state and your life and those around you than the actual outcome of actually making the choice. See, so you can talk yourself into be weary about choice A. I can talk myself into being weary about choice B because if I choose B, this happens. If I choose A, this happens, right? It's very much the chess game I love to talk about. But if you play that chess game, you end up in a stalemate, you can't move. So when you're sitting there, you get that paralyzed, that I'm just stuck, I'm in a rut, all this bullshit we like to tell ourselves because it sounds good, right? So. Our fear of the outcome of the choice keeps us in the toil and what we're actually doing is holding ourselves in that moment of depression, anxiety, living in those symptoms for so long that we believe those symptoms now are who we are or just what we have to deal with. Science has actually made amazing breakthroughs. This is science, not just fluffy talk. Science has made amazing breakthroughs about how powerful our mind can be. There's tons of research on the placebo effect. Recently, there was just a test done for those dealing with depression, anxiety, and various symptoms, and they openly told the people that they were giving them a cream that didn't do anything. The people that showed positive results at the end, the amount of people actually matched those that were using certain medications and those that were doing other methods, even though they knew we're, we are just on the, the beginning line of understanding how strong our mind really has in affecting how we feel, uh, how, our body, um, how our body stays healthy or doesn't stay healthy. It's such an infant stage. But what I do know and what I'm telling you is the symptoms of depression, anxiety, pick it, sadness, I don't care what you want to describe it. Those symptoms come from the toil, they live in the toil, they pause you, they paralyze you. So if you're experiencing any of those symptoms or if you've already gone as far as to describing yourself as being depressed, I am depressed or I am anxious or I am fearful, I am sad. If you've gone this far already, I urge you Look at where the toil may be coming from. Look at what choice you may just need to make. Once that choice is made, you can move past. You will almost instantly, you will feel the shackles of the things that you believe defined who you were relieved. You'll feel them go away. You'll think them go away and that's why you won't feel them. Make the choice. Choose. Choose something in the toil. Face the fear or whatever has to come on either side of it because once you've chosen, now you're in it, you'll be faster through it. Don't sit in the toil because you can also become addicted, if you will, to that idea. You'll hear many people, right? We may refer to them as being drama, right? They're always full of drama. Well, that idea, we can become addicted with the idea of drama because that then gives our life meaning. Negative reward and positive reward can be the same thing, right? So if we're getting reward, attention, or something like that, we can become accustomed to and or addicted to that telling ourselves that we have to make a choice or we need to change our lives, we're in this repeated cycle. So a lot of people that deal with addiction, what they end up being addicted to is that cycle of going, all right, I'm pulling my life together and I'm getting my shit right. Oh, I fucked up again and now it's back here. This is just a cycle because we can allow that behavior then to define us. That's the scientific influence is because that becomes a behavior. And when a rat runs a maze a certain way enough times receiving cheese, we will continue to run that run that route behaviorally as human as a human and also mentally we get to run those both those mazes so when we keep running it the same way receiving reward be that negative or positive these are subjective describers of what we're experiencing We can become addicted or accustomed to that, and that becomes our lives. What becomes our lives is what we call that vicious cycle, right? Well, that's half good and half bad. To break that vicious cycle, if you will, is to live more of a linear life, a line that goes straight on and continues. So we break that cycle by breaking and making the choice, right? By being aware that are we addicted to the cycle? Have we allowed... The idea of knowing I have to improve or get better or this is just the way my life goes, right? Or that's who I am, as I like to, to point out is not good to say, that we just live in this repeated cycle. Awareness brings change. With awareness comes change. So when you can begin to not just point out the symptoms you feel, not just to describe exactly what you're thinking or why you should be thinking it, right? Don't shoot all over yourself. When you can begin to be aware that you're sitting in the toil, that you're refusing to make the choice out of some fear or rationalization or even some addiction to the idea that you need to be going through something or getting better at something, and be re- and be aware of that cycle when you can do that, Change can happen in your life like that. Like a placebo effect, like that. That's how fast change can happen. Now remind you, change is yet a process, but change is also done in the moment. I want you to visit with me for a second how people will tell you either something like baby steps or change is a process, right? Jersey disagrees. But whether change is a process, right? I want you to interview or entertain for a minute what that actually means, right? Here's what you're really doing. You have a certain concrete belief about whatever it is, your life, your past that moment, etc. You have that belief, right? Change comes in a process we believe because all we're doing is gaining gaining enough experience and enough competence, gathering evidence if you will, until we're finally okay with changing our belief. Once we then change that belief and we've gathered enough experience and enough evidence, we then can tell ourselves, okay, I'm willing to change that belief. And that's when change happens. That's the moment. So if we really dissect and look at the process of change, right, as we like to say, it sounds good. Respect the process of change, sure. But the idea is, (laughs) Grace is tearing up the, the plastic bottle. Gracie, come here, baby. But if we can look at the process of change as not being this long process that we have to endure but yet the idea of change happens when we challenge the belief when we've gathered enough evidence so theoretically could we visit whatever belief we think we need to change that process could we challenge that belief more directly Gather evidence cognitively in the moment to become uh, competent enough to be confident enough to say, I'm willing to challenge that belief now and not after a process, that I don't need the process of change, that I can actually examine what the beliefs are in the moment, right? No, you're too cute, baby, but that's loud. She doesn't like Aquafina. Right, but can we gather enough evidence immediately in the present to challenge whatever belief it is that, well, we think we need a process of time and baby steps to achieve, right? That's the beautiful part, man. That's the beautiful part. So the awareness brings the change and it doesn't have to be a process. I say it's only a process if you believe it to be so. That's how strong the belief is about it. So be aware of the toil, be aware of what those thoughts are, and when you have them and you've been given the gift enough to be aware of what those thoughts are, what the choice is that needs to be made, well then it's on you whether you choose to make that choice and end the toil to reduce the depression, anxiety, symptoms, etc. Make the choice and walk that path and go on. Be willing to challenge all of that. Be willing, look at that. Be willing to even challenge the idea of the process of change if you can question that, right? I love to say that you have to be willing to question the impossible, otherwise you're planning for the inevitable. So if you're sitting there saying, no, change is a process, I'm taking baby steps, well then you are planning for the inevitable. You're planning for the inevitable process of you gathering enough evidence to to ch- convince yourself to change your own mind. But if we can do that and ex-nay the evidence or gather that evidence or change the perception of that moment in the present right then, if we can question the impossible, that we really can change, Like that, the moment we change that belief. Well, now we're questioning the impossible. And when you can question the impossible, well then, you can do anything. That's the beauty of life, man. That's the beauty of it. So toil is where that shit lives, man. When you're questioning yourself about who you are, or what you're gonna do, or what you're supposed to do, or who's gonna love me, or if I'm gonna be alone, or if if this is it. When you're sitting there in that toil of questioning self, that's where you'll find yourself lost. But you know what the hard part of all this shit is? It all sounds good, right? But the hard part of everything I'm saying to you right now is are you willing, Are you actually willing and brave enough to question the shit that you believe? And that means questioning the experiences that you've had. Are you actually willing to sit there and go, I've painted that as being traumatic. I've painted that as being depressive. I've painted these pictures of that based on my experience of what I think I should feel based on what that experience was. But can I look at that in the present, in the moment, gather enough evidence to change the perception of that moment, thus forgoing the process of change and making that change immediate. That's the hard part is questioning yourself and kicking kicking in your own front door. Kicking in your own front door of your cognitive dissonance of those concrete beliefs you hold dear that are based on the experience of the roller coaster that which has been your life. Fuck it's a beautiful thing, ain't it? When you can see that and be aware of that, that's the superpower I reference in a lot of my videos and podcasts is that superpower you actually don't even know you have. Toil is the anchor. Toil, question, wonder, the ponder of that, that's where we can get lost. Make the choice, change your life. Don't expect the process. Change does not have to be a process. Change can be now, right, fucking now. You can just say, boom, I am willing to challenge that belief. But it's hard, right, because you were there. That person said that to me, and it hurt, damn it, Adam. You can't take that from me. It was traumatic, Adam. Well, you keep telling that story, and you keep telling that narrative, and it's going to fucking stay that way, and you're going to be, well, I'm just starting to get my shit together. These baby steps, right? These baby steps. Can you see why now when we say baby steps or a process, it's a process, when we say that is almost a form of passive rationalization to ourselves, allowing us to stay paralyzed in that moment that we, which can't, we can't let go of. We're not willing to relinquish that process perception or that experience into something else because it challenges your story that you've been telling for so fucking long that's the hard part that's where it fucking takes some bravery that's where it takes some courage to be willing to say that. Is like what the fuck am i doing what am i believing what am i listening to etc challenge it challenge it you are the evidence of it you don't need to gather the evidence to prove your own self to change a belief about what you experienced are you serious you can do that on your own right now Look at that little thing. I keep messing with it. I'm going to braid that shit. It's getting long. Firing off this morning, man. I slept good last night. I slept good. I feel good. I've got nutrition back in. I was feeling good, man. Yesterday was a rough day for me, so I urge everybody, look, Dr. Jack Cruz is not playing, by the way, about that blue light exposure before you go to sleep. I did some biohacking over the last couple days, right, accidentally or maybe not. So I was laying there and I tried to watch TV for a second before I laid down. God, I had the worst night of terrible sleep. It was awful. I changed that pattern the next night to see what it would feel like. And I woke up feeling like this. I mean, come on, y'all. That's legit. So get out of the toil. Make the choice. Make the choice. Let it go if you can back it up. If you ain't at peace with God, you need to patch it up. That's a little Scarface line. Way back 1991 Scarface. But uh, yeah, I do. October 21st, you know, I got to promote that thing, too. It's down underneath this uh, link in the video. But uh, I'm in Orlando, Florida. Um, Yeah, 10 a.m. Saturday, October 21st, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come... Come learn the cognitive rampage. I'm teaching my theory, transrational structure, behavior theory, how to apply that to your life. And I promise there's no harmful side effects with this approach. So it's about life transitions and making the change. Everything I've just been talking about now. But it's not going to be me just running my mouth and you listening and taking notes. It's going to be interactive. I'm going to kick in your front door of your cognitive dissonance. We're going to do that together. So we're going to walk through it. You're going to come out with your life philosophy. You're going to come out with learning how to apply what I call RSA, rational self-analysis. We're going to build your IDE inventory which reveals tons of stuff. It's interactive just like this. So the intensity of the cognitive rampage you see here is what's going to go on from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I'm going to kick in your front door. We're going to break it down together and forget the process of change. You can change like that in the moment. I promise you that. I promise you. I don't don't doubt it will. It will for sure. All right, y'all. Love the heck out of y'all still. Even if you gotta question that word, love, whatever it means to you in that perception of how you choose to apply it, I think the person chooses the layer, the taste of the words that we choose and how we apply them based on what we believe, right? Because there is no truth. And if we shape our truth to be the defining truth for the rest of the world, well then we're walking on the edge of narcissism, aren't we? (laughs) Love y'all.